What's going on, people? We are back at it again with the High Bud Tenders podcast. It is me, Jarrell, and you know I got my road dog, my partner in crime, Rocky. What's the deal? We had a first. What's the first? The first was you actually dropped the phone <laughs> during the intro. They didn't hear that. That didn't and happen. The, right. And, but it was on live, so we have it now recorded. <laughs> Winkity, wink, wink. Uh, make sure we get that little that bean. Roll that bean footage. Um, so I just wanted to uh, say that it's going to be a wonderful day here in Vegas, Good and I'm going to tell you why, my guy. We have uh, a really great comedian Absolutely. in the house. In a local comedian. A local yes. Las Vegas comedian. Michael Robertson, what's going on, my guy? What's up, man? What's up? Thank you for having me, y'all. Appreciate you having me. Um, this is dope. They're like, no pun intended, but this is dope. <laughs> like, this is, this is like, just this little back podcast studio in here kicking it. I feel like it's 2002 again right now, and we kicking it with the homies. This is, this is dope. That's exactly what it is. So, man. thank we you. We just guys. kicking it. Absolutely. Yeah, kicking no, we it. appreciate you, man. That's it. So, okay, let me get this straight. Jarrell, you brought this one over to the podcast, yes. and you said to me that not only is he a really good comedian, yes. and he's doing things for Vegas on Instagram. Yes. But he he also is a customer. Yes, a loyal customer. Yes, see this dude all the time, early in the morning, getting his medicine. You um, put my and, business out there right now. You just, <laughs> sometimes, just, uh, socially, you know, every <laughs> once in a while. But no, nah, no, nah, he just he brings so much energy in the building. Like it's it's just a pleasant to have in the morning. And um, we just ran into each other a few times, started <laughs> chopping it up. I was like, man, you're doing a lot of stuff. He was like, man, y'all doing a lot of stuff. I said, like, let's do some stuff together. Right. And here we are. It right? only makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. That's Vegas. Like I always tell people, Vegas is not like what you know; it's who you know. So everywhere I go out, when I'm buying my weed, buying a hamburger. That's this dude right here. He's my best friend. He's seen me all my life. I just talk to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know the energy I bring. I'm just like, hey, how's your day going? You know what I'm saying? And then we chop it up with some stuff that we did, maybe some jokes. <laughs> and that's how I roll, you know? So for the people that don't know, like, tell them your little story, like your backstory, how you got into comedy and everything. Ooh, this, 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 I guess this is a good place for a long story. I mean, this is a good spot for it. Uh, I was going to say, uh, this, this is a long story. Um, oh, how you guys started at Comedy in Vegas? So, Comedy in Vegas, um, this is where I've been doing comedy six years. I, uh, this is all I know. Um, a lot of other comics, they go out to LA, they go out to Texas, they go out to New York, some other major hubs. Like major hubs, Atlanta's a pretty big one. Um, here, we're not really a scene scene where we have famous comedians that are amongst us. Like, most of the people came here from out of town. They came from Days Town. They they was killers over there, and then they came here. And then they established So That's what Vegas usually is, the headliner come here. So we usually didn't have the people. We used to not have, like, where you can go to an open mic and work on a craft and become something here in this town and then work your way up. It used to be you had to go to L.A., get good, then come back here to do something. You know what I'm saying? All right. So we trying to change. I'm trying to be the front runner. Uh, the whole scene that I've worked with, they, we all the front runners to where we just trying to make Vegas the new scene, like a L.A., like a New York, like a Chicago. Like we gonna be a hub. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, nice. So that's the goal. 
Right. And you're also a consumer. I'm going to mention it again because he said he got him in trouble. So, and but I didn't, I didn't answer the question. the cannabis. I do. That's why I didn't answer the question. I'm sorry. <laughs> he forgot all about that. Was, <laughs> we smoked the cannabis before it we started. It was that dab you did, the, the, the rig you gave him. <laughs> oh, yeah. But the question was, well, how did I get started? Yeah. So, like, like that was the, pre, the pre, like, just the preface, all the, like, what I'm about to say is because I got started. I was actually in the military. So when I came back from the military, I didn't have no work. I didn't have, like, I had, I had two kids already. I have four now, but I had two back then. I was, uh, what did I get, 21, 25 years old, two kids, you know, not really knowing what to do. So the military paid for me to go to school with the GI Bill. So I took the GI Bill, was going to school. Uh, the GI Bill, if you're not familiar, uh, they pay your rent, your tuition, they pay all your tuition, your books, and then they give you like seventeen hundred to live off of. Right. So as long as you're a full time student, you could basically that's your work, you know, you right. don't have to like get a job or nothing. So I was taking classes, hating life, <laughs> <laughs> changed my major like three times. Yeah. But I'm like this close to getting my associate's degree, right? So I'm right there about to get my associate's degree and I need one more credit. Uh with the military having you have that full schedule to get paid. They was like you have to. You could fill the next three with anything you want. You just base that. You if you're on that, if you want away from your your major from your uh, degree, you get to fill it up with whatever you want. So I looked at the list. Okay, let me take the easiest classes. I'm looking at the list. I see uh, women's studies. I'm like that can't be hard. Let me get women's studies. I see uh, piano. I was like, Shh, I mean, yeah, it's gonna be hard, but I want to learn piano. I'll take right. piano. And I'm looking down. I see stand up comedy 101. As a class. Class. Wow. Only the second semester they are ever offered it. Where is, where is this? A, CSN. CSN? CSN. Oh, oh, my God. They have it at UNLV, too. Let me okay. re that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you. I dropped out as soon as I finished that class. <laughs> now my career. This is the only class that ever paid me back. Like, my money that I invested in. I didn't invest in Mike. It was paid for, but I made money immediately, like, learning how to do stand-up. Nice. Not accounting. Not business that all them things I thought I was gonna make all this money never you know the skills never but I hit I hit this stand-up class and just hit the ground running let me ask you this because I'm sure everybody at home is thinking because we see a lot of the things like the stand-up comics we're in Vegas I've seen several mm -hmm. right so several different shows and I always think to myself do these folks make enough money to sustain right no this <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Short answer. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, people you see do. Yeah. The people you see on TV, the people you see a headline in the strip, George Wallace, you know, Eddie Griffin, they're definitely making the big buzz because they put in the years. Right. Um, but to get started in stand-up comedy, you got to be okay with making 9k a year <laughs> like, oh, you know what I'm like, that's a grind shit. i think I, the, my highest year has been like 9800 and like i was proud of that this shit made me feel good to like look at my little w2 and see i made 9800 off of telling jokes oh, kind of, yeah, yeah. Right? that's an accomplishment but then i looked at my kids they was like <laughs> <laughs> they weren't too happy about that yeah we're not gonna get them jordans today they were like, we both have that ebt card still aren't we <laughs> still active <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so like um that that's a good i didn't mean to cut you off with that i'm just when, you, when it comes to comedy we like is my my wheels is spinning like it's it's um i'm in i feel like i'm in my 
grind right now. So like my creative juice is always flowing. Um, just being around people is always flowing. So like when I hear the topic, I'm just want to, I want to be a master to this, you know what I'm saying? Right. So my goal is just to be a master at this topic. It ain't about the fame. It ain't about the success. I just want to master what I do right. and then see what, whatever fall in place, you know? Oh my God. That's, that's exactly right. I always, when I see comics, I'm going to tell you, I have more fun watching the comics that are not the A-list comics I have more fun watching them. I think there's more heart put into some of that c- comedy. And I'm just like, man, I hope you make it big. Every time I'm like, man, I wish I knew some way, like a little <laughs> sprinkle of magic that I could just like fucking put you to the forefront or some shit. Yeah, And then I mean, it's just something about like being able to say, oh, yeah, I was watching this comedian when he was, you know, just barely filling up a, a 50, 50 capacity room or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like right. watching them grow. Like that's that's amazing. I love that. So like, how did you end up uh, clicking up with like uh, the Vegas um, like TikTok and Instagram? Uh, oh, okay. So uh, yeah, I've been working with Ad Vegas on the Instagram. It's kind of top secret right now. It's not too top secret. Uh, they, they've already <laughs> shot it. They I'm already, like, stop your life. They already paid me <laughs> for it. Told me this a long time ago. Yeah, they already paid me for it. So I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's okay. So it might not ever air though, but you know. Um, it's, it's crazy you bring that up because we just talking about how you get people to the forefront and like support them to get that little sprinkle of magic and all that. It's, it's, I was on Instagram posting the reels like you guys seen, right? Yeah. And, you know, at first I was posting them getting like 35 views, you know, you're like, you're not getting two likes and stuff like that. But over the years I started getting like more and more I post, the better I'm getting more attraction to it. And um, it's kind of like weird to post because like I look back on the stuff I did and I'm like, oh, I could have said that better. Ooh, I'm not that like that no more. But uh, I just been posting, trying to think about it. And um, Vegas, the guys over at Vegas were just on Instagram scrolling, and uh, my reel popped up, and he said he couldn't find no Vegas comedians, and he needed somebody for an idea that he had, and he just said he saw it, liked it. Shot it to his uh, producer. Producer hit me up, and that's all I got on. Oh, they never nice. seen a show. They never, you know, never crossed paths with him. Just uh, algorithm. Just putting yourself out there. <laughs> He's just putting myself <laughs> out there, planting seeds. You know, that's right? Because they're almost a million. They're almost at a million. They're like teeter tottering to to that one million. You yeah, know what I mean? That's serious. like life changing shit in the fucking. You know, in this world, I mean, kids have like. 32 million and shit on TikTok, you'd be like, holy crap. Yeah. Did this little girl just swear and get like fucking 30 million likes or some shit? That easy. Yeah. It's, it's, it blows my mind. Has it been difficult in this, like, to find gigs in, in Vegas? How, how, how do you go about like saying, hey, man, this is a gig? Does everybody come to you? Is this something where you have to go out there and be like, hey, I'd love to perform for this show or um so there's a few <clears throat> there's a few different routes to uh, getting booked in this town. This town's a little different than most towns. It's a it's a different beast, like you know that in every aspect. It was just when people come here it's like, Oh, well, we didn't know this existed in this world, you know. <laughs> so it's just different here. Uh, when I started, you basically have to do open mics. Um I did so after the after I got into the class, right, I learned how to write jokes. I learned how to structure a joke. I didn't learn like great, but I learned the basics, the ABCs of it basically. 
Um, they let us go on stage every morning, uh, tell our new joke of the day to the class. So that kind of gets the stage fried out of there. And then the, uh, one day the teacher gave us a list of open mics to go to. So when I went to my first open mic, this one, he was there. He was there. <laughs> uh, my dad was there. Uh, it was it was it was actually called Boomers. It's not there no more. The building's still there, but it's a tile company now. It's right behind uh, Area Fifteen. Okay. It was a place called Boomers. They had open mic on every Sunday, and uh, that was my first open mic I hit. When I hit my first open mic. I think I did 250-something. I've lost count after 250, but straight nights. Oh, wow. You just kept going back. Open mic every night. Because every single night of the week, there's open mic or at least one or maybe two or three in a night. Wow. So when I first started, I hit my first mic, and uh, they were like, oh, man, you kind of got some. Like the other comics were like, you kind of got some. uh, Tomorrow there's another one at the dive bar. You know, I'm like, all right, yeah, let me know. I'll be there. I'm all excited. <laughs> I, I'm going to be Kevin Hart. The people want me. They want me. They want me. <laughs> you should see. We had a moment. Huh? Remember the car after? We had a moment, like a little R. Kelly in a space jam. So, I believe I can fly. <laughs> we had a moment like that. And, uh, you know, so that, that momentum took me to the next mic. And then I was at on Monday night at that mic. And they were like, hey, once you get done, let's go to another mic. I was like, there's two tonight? I was like, let's go. I hit two that night. The next night, there was three. So, I like, just in my first three nights, I'm already at six stages. You know, so I was like, I'm doing this every night. So, I, I'll get the EO at work. I rush down <laughs> to the mic. Go to all the midnight mics. And it's just, that's how you start. You get to the mics and you, you, you network with people that run shows in town. First, you get, first, you try to get out of the open mic loop. Right. And then there's like a little local scene show loop, like a showcase loop. Yeah. So those are like still kind of open mics, but they put a flyer up to it. Right. <laughs> they put some money, a little marketing. Yeah. A couple of hairs. <laughs> <laughs> so those are like the local shows. They're still very low budget. The bottom of the barrel comedy you're going to get there. But um, you get those and you get, they'll pay you like. Like, my first gig was five bucks okay. at, a, at a burger spot. <laughs> and I took that five bucks. It was pinned up for a long time in my, in my room. Like, I was like, it's my first money I made for comedy. I got to frame it like a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> you, had to pay, you had to get the, the kids some food. Right? Yeah, you know? But it's like, I was just like, that was my first, like, that was my push, you know? That's dope. So then after you start getting into that little $5, you, you can get these little $5 spots, $10 spots. But then you start, I start hanging out at, at actual clubs where like I went in there and these like these comedians are not at open mics. You know, these are these guys are polished. These guys know what they're doing. So I would um, I would sit there and just watch the shows they have uh, at the Stratosphere, uh, the L.A. Comedy Club. Yes. Shows every single night. Three. They had three shows every single night. So I would get there sometimes, watch all three shows, help them clean up the glasses and stuff. And just sit there and just study the craft, you know, like whoever's on stage, I study what they're doing. Why do they get these big labs? What what are they doing different than I'm not doing? Why does that guy get to host? <laughs> like, because you, <clears throat> excuse me, there's different levels to it, you know? We get a little drink. I got the cotton mouth. <laughs> <laughs> there's little uh, different levels. There's a host, there's a feature, and a headliner. So those are like, you know, those are the, you got to start doing those. So I'm looking at the host. He's like, my skill level, but a little bit better, you know, so I'm looking at it like, why does he get to go up there and I can't yet, you know, just like, not hating, but, you know, I want to be there too, so I would just study, 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 
um, sit there. They used to give people guest spots, you know, and I would always sit there like, pick me, pick me. But they would never pick me. They would never pick me. Like, and uh, probably because I sucked, you know, like I thought I was good, but, you know, they probably like knew I was like really new. So I'll just sit there maybe like six months sitting there every night. Um, like not every night, but doing mics, coming there, doing mic on the work, coming there. And before they even offered me a spot on stage, uh, I, cause I, when I came in dressed up like my bartending outfit. <laughs> so before they even offered me a spot on stage, he was like, Hey man, what do you do? And I was like, I'm a bartender. And he was like, you want to bartend on Wednesdays? Oh. <laughs> I was like, damn. Like, like no, I want to be on stage, but yeah, I'll do it. You know, like, if I, whatever I do to get in here, you know? Right. So, like, six months I was in there now bartending, still not being able to get up on stage yet. Like, figuring out still, uh, getting to know everybody, how the, the whole comedy world works and all that. And then it's like, one day you just get the, uh, just the coach come off the bench, you know? It's like, hey, get up there. You know, I was like maybe two two and a half-ish years in and they just had me host the show and you know it didn't go great but you know they had me do it again maybe and then like took a break do it again I was like, oh three in one month you know and then it just started being oh and then actually uh they put me on stage i was working there i was a bartender and they hired me as the gm one of the GMs had to move cities, and so that was actually the GM. Oh, that's a little, that's, that's, that's a, a big, big ass come up. Come yeah, yeah, I forgot all about that. Wow, don't forget that. <laughs> but that was actually the GM there uh, after I worked my way up and all that, and I was, you know, doing stage time and that. And then once I became the GM, I was actually bartending, working the door, uh, closing the money drawer, and hosting the shows sometimes in so the you same night. The whole thing. Yeah. So I was just jack of all he trades. Was jack yeah. of all trades. That's pretty dope. I could do everything in the comedy club. Like if he, if I was to, to <laughs> fill out an application for a comedy club, I could do any job they ask me. Like I know the whole business. Right. So do you see yourself like joining like like when the cannabis lounge is open up, like open up like some kind of cannabis comedy club? Hey, if that this this is all like new level so i'm i'm with the new stuff you know like if that's the new move yes you know yeah. like yes and i know it's about to be we were just talking to the other before we came here like like where the mo- i just want to go where the next money is the next because this you know all this was the, the green movement you know so i'm looking for the next comedy movement so i think that's one that's unique to just Vegas and the whole world gonna be looking at us. No, nah, I think there's definitely gonna be a spot for that. Yeah. Like to have like the comedy slash cannabis lounges. You know, usually you see the comedians on the stage with their drinks, but now you can see them on the stage with a joint or a blunt. You know, Ooh, shit, it saying. goes hand in hand. Yeah, for sure. That would be, you would be, rob- yeah. be robbing people. Even if, if you didn't shit ain't even that. that funny, you're gonna have people laugh yeah. just because they high. As a matter of fact, <laughs> I have a comedian at every single one of them motherfuckers. Don't, don't skip out because honestly, it, it's like it goes hand in hand. Could you imagine? When we're high, everything is so much more funny, right? <laughs> and it could just funny. be out of control. Yeah, not to boost your confidence, you know? <laughs> you, you know what, even, like, I have an idea, even the next level idea. Like, when these weed lounges open, do a sketch comedy show live. There it is. Because uh, you remember how Dave Chappelle had it? Yeah. Where he come out to do little jokes and, then, and yeah. then play his skits. Yeah. And, and then come out and do a little joke, yeah. do a yeah. little realness, then play a skit. Yeah. 
Second man, City, man. Can you see. imagine that with some popcorn, blood, yeah. some dabs? There it is, man. Y'all remember this idea. Keep that tucked in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> I invented this idea. Remember this. Again. <laughs> Again with the trade secrets getting right. out into the Always. open. Hey. Nah, we're kidding. We, nah. we, listen, if, you, if, they, if they miss out, that's going to be a loss. That's all I'm going to say. Open up at least three or four when you're opening up them 26 like yeah. minimum just have just i i would be there or well, i have to see at the bare minimum have like at least like a dedicated night or two right for, that, yeah. for like the comedy and you know? you're now you have to give an open mic night because as he explained you have to start somewhere yeah. right so if you're out there man don't get discouraged just keep pushing through absolutely man and do that shit because Listen, everybody gets stage fright, right? Don't let somebody... I was just watching a, a comedy show on uh, Netflix, and it was Damon Wayans, mm-hmm. I think he was saying, and he said that he had gotten... I, I'm, it's not Damon Wayans. Marlon. Marlon. Marlon Wayans. Marlon. And, um... Wait a minute. Is Marlon the real good-looking one? Marlon's He's the, the youngest one. The skinny Marlon. one. The one that did... Uh, Marlon. Is Marlon. Okay, so... Anyway, this dude said that he had been, like, basically shunned in the audience by Chris Rock, right? Because mm-hmm. Chris Rock used to, like, fucking poke at him when he was in the audience. So his thing, his theory to this is the reason why he got smacked the fuck in the face was because he had fucking <laughs> did this shit dude, to the Wayne's brother and, like, completely stopped him from doing Stand, like stand up, up yeah. for like 19 years that's messy that. yeah that's you can't crazy. let nobody steal your fucking thunder man fuck have, that shit have you ever had to deal with a heckler in the crowd yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. how'd that go did it go good for you or good for them uh no it's always been we're probably 50 50 in the okay. records okay. <laughs> <laughs> i probably gotta lose a record but i'm gonna say i'm gonna say 500 he's like i ain't no punk though <laughs> <laughs> no that, you you just said it brought up one just like recently that uh was like i couldn't do nothing about it um that's crazy yeah, this is a, this is a good story for this actually right now um the other night i was i was uh hosting a poetry show <laughs> Of all things, a poetry show, right? And I host poetry shows. I've, I've hosted a few. I know a few in the community and stuff. And um, I'm used to doing it. But this night, I decided to try to do stand-up mm. in the beginning, right? This is kind of like not a heckler. It was kind of my fault. But uh, this is one night where I was just like, I couldn't win. I could not win. And I'm talking. And I'm like doing my jokes. It's going well. I'm doing my regular jokes. And I go, couples make some noise. Okay, must be a group on here. Okay. <laughs> they get the little reaction, the little laugh. And then I look at this couple in the front row and I go, sir, hold on to your lady. And then the sir goes, I ain't no motherfucking sir. Shit. Mm. <laughs> and then I'm looking at her and I'm like, I am so sorry. You just dress so nice like a dude. <laughs> <laughs> It got I so. That, oh it, my god! No, it was that. quiet. And it got quieter. Oh. You could hear the AC cut off. Like, yeah. oh. <laughs> 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 I was sitting there like, this is not a comedy show. I can't go. You can't like, go in like that. Cannot go in on her. I can't say sorry. I gotta keep it going. You know, You're about to lose your career. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. You know, I just I can't really see the light. I'm sorry. And then she's like, 
Move on, motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> shit. You can't write this shit. This shit wrote itself, right? <laughs> and you then, can't write these jokes, man. And you sit there in that moment like, what do I do? I feel so bad. Like, I ain't a bad person. Like, I feel like a bad person. I feel like I kill dogs and stuff right now. Like, I just feel so bad. It's just like, you know, what can you do? You just got to take it to the chest. I actually was like, um, all right, I'm trying to make it right. Let's just move on. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, I just the jokes, but it didn't work. It didn't work. And that's funny. You just had to take it. You're going to have moments, man. You know what I mean? You got to have to understand that that, how, so that happens you, sometimes. So it makes you strong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I want to pick your brain a little bit. I want you to like put on your consumer hat. So um, like as a consumer going into a dispensary, like what, like what makes a good bud tender in your opinion? Uh, okay. Okay. A good blood tender. Cause this is the high blood tenders podcast. We need to know coming from a customer. I'll tell you exactly. Okay. I got the answer. I got the answer. I got it quick. Uh, the one that gives you the deals. The deals. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They guys, like, I remember you guys had a list, right? You guys had a list. Mm-hmm. I think the list was good because it felt like we had a secret. We had a little secret. <laughs> oh, that's the local list. <laughs> Thank you, man. Don't tell nobody about so that. So you looking for the deals? Deals, you know, because that kind of sparked that sparks my um, conversation with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, this is a deal, but I also have this for like ten dollars more. You know what I'm saying? So like a good bud tender could take them deals and then get you into something that. You know, you you know, it just yeah. sparks the like conversation. This guy's the the term the high phenylene in it. This guy's the, yeah. <laughs> right? You know, yeah, talk, talk. you know what I'm saying? But that's a good point because I, I tell buttons all the time. Like, you don't have to rely on deals. You can say, yeah, this costs twenty dollars, but for eight dollars more, you can get something way better. Right. That's right. Let me tell you why. So, like, like you mm-hmm. said, like if. You got a good button today. We know how to flip the deals. And yep. something a little bit better. Right. Absolutely. So it's been a couple of times I was like looking at the deals and it's like, yeah, that's that's a good price, but like twelve dollars more, I got this fire, and I'm like, ooh, let's, yeah, let's go. I got twelve dollars. <laughs> I got twelve more dollars to put on. I'll smack the shit out of you if that shit ain't fire when I get home. No, and it's always like you know. That's good. Even if it's not though, like that experience makes it fire. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. you know, back in the day, advice, yeah. you know, back in the day, to put the oh, I got that fire. Yeah, you know, everybody had the fire, and you knew which ones were not fire. You yeah. know. But like that, just that thought, you know, that like just that, all that experience for me. That's why I go to the dispensaries. Like I choose my few that you always see me at, you know, because yep. um, you know there's so many you can go to now. Yep. Like yeah, a pick of the litter. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of them offer the same products, but same. it's that experience you get. Yeah, yeah, it's like who you know. It's yeah. like you come, hey, really? Let's cut down to the chase, right? It's going to be the dollar, right? It's going to be like, it. hey, if you have the same shit here at this dispensary and then at this dispensary. I understand being cordial with people, but I need to save that extra doll here. So I'm going to go ahead and go to these people. Yeah. That's true. Is that facts? That's true. That's facts. That's why. That's why I said <laughs> the first thing around. was deals. You know, <laughs> right. like as soon as I find the place that gives me like, oh, you got the two for thirty dabs. <laughs> I'm gonna be back. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I had Planet Thirteen, they had ten dollar grams. Yeah. Of the medicine yeah. uh, shattered, stocked up on that. As you should. I was like, yeah, <laughs> let me max out on that. Let me go ahead and max out. Yeah. But still, like you said, but Tinder, that's, that's coming from a customer himself. Like, you can you can display the deals, but there's a there's an opportunity to, to upsell and sell up. And 
Mm-hmm. You know, you can just be honest with them and let them know, and they they're they're, they're open to that information. And a lot of people looking for the the gas, the yeah. fire, the top shelf. You know what I'm saying? The zah, the zah, the the big. Nuts, Go ahead and get you know? it. Yeah, so, you know, it's a lot of. I, I I enjoy the experience. That's why uh, you see me there. I probably have a lot of points. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, racking them up. The experience for me, yeah. Planet Thirteen showed me some love, though. They uh, damn, I'm missing his name right now. Uh, he he runs the uh, shows and stuff. He gave me tickets to the Snoop Dogg, light skinned dude, tall, lengthy. We just I don't know. Derek. 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 Oh, I think it's Derek. Tall hair, just comb back. He does like the entertainment. I don't he know. used to be a manager. I think he moved up. I don't know. Uh, no, I'm sorry, there. man. Yeah, I know I'm high right there. now, but I'm well, shout out to him. Though. Yeah, yes. yes. he hooked me up with the Snoop Dogg tickets, and uh, yeah, it was, you know who you are, <laughs> sir. Pat yourself <laughs> on the back. I him. feel so bad right now. <laughs> nah, you good. I feel like that lady's in the front row right now. I'm sorry, and I'm on live too. He's probably watching. You know what's funny about that? You're on a. A podcast about cannabis. Yeah. So there's no mistakes here. <laughs> you are, yeah, it's hot. You, everybody else should be getting. I, I don't know what you're doing. Consume something. I mean, the drink. I don't know. Winky. Uh, consume something and then <laughs> listen to the podcast. Yeah. yeah. That's where you should be. Um, Michael, man, we appreciate you hopping on with us, brother. It's been a. It was that fast? Yeah. That man. happened that fast? Man. Yeah, time wow. flies when you're having fun. That's this what was, happens, hey, bro. Hey, for real. Everyone listening, tell a friend, tell a friend. This is. This is going to be a good episode, I think. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to listen to because I don't know what I said. <laughs> you know what you educated people out there who are wanting to be comics? I don't There's know. There's tons of people out there that want to, like, do this, but they're too afraid. Hey. Man, give it a shot. Who cares? Like, build your confidence a little bit. Get out there. Do the things that he said, the steps that it's, he said to take. Like, even if it's not the big show and you're just doing the open mic, you got to start somewhere. You don't know if you're going to kill it. And you don't know who's watching in the part. audience. Yeah. That's it. That's the lesson that, we, that I learned. Yeah. But the, on top of that, I just want to tag that. All that is right, but keep going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to keep going. No matter what you're doing, what you, whatever you want to do, the saying is if you're in the barbershop, you're going to get a haircut. You know what right. I'm saying? If you kept showing up to the barbershop every single day, they're going to be like, hey, man, what you need? You know what right. I mean? Somebody going to take care of <laughs> you. need a haircut, <laughs> man. Why are you here? That's a good one. For sure. So, like, just keep going. Consistency. 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 That's it. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Keep uh, doing the damn thing. Before we get you out of here, man, what you been smoking on at home? We got to know. Oh, uh, what did I smoke on last? I know you say you're more of a dabber, right? Yeah, so I, uh, I've been on AMAs right, uh, AMA lately, cause, uh, this, the Thrive by my house has a sale on the AMA. Okay, so um, Thrive. Through the AMA, but I have these, uh, Packwood carts that I had lately. Mm hmm. Those are gas. Oh, have you guys have tried those? No, no, those are those are pretty new. Yeah, yeah I haven't tried one. And they ran out quick. Like I only got like for three of them, but they were like the thicker ones, like the wide mouth with it has like the drip on it. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, those are those were probably my latest fire. And then I had the um the fluffy pillows from the Rolling Loud dude. Hmm. I had oh, fluffy 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 pillows. The dude that uh. 
uh, creative rolling out. He got a he got a strain or something oh, like that. Oh yeah. Hey, yeah. So now I can't even remember. I got a free gonna for that. Me up later. <laughs> I'm gonna beat myself up for this later. I already know what you've been smoking on, right? Let the people. Know. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, anyways, um, hold on. Describe this. Go GLP has their fucking nerve, right? I love you guys, by the way, GLP. I'm only kidding. Um, this is the Miss Poison. And I do believe this is the nine, but if it's the, what's the 20? I think the other one's like 23. 23? Yeah. I don't know. You can't go wrong. So I can't go wrong, but I mean. When it, how it sticks to the jar. When it do Look that. at that. I mean, what is going on, GLP? Look at what you're doing. Look at that. So it's very, very sticky. Um, For you know, podcasters, when we flip the jar over, it's sticking to the bottom. It won't even go down. It's like molasses is in there or something. <laughs> right. And then there's a new terpene that's like you see coming out lately, and it is is far- it, it farcine? Farcine. Yeah. Yes. Uh, eighteen, almost nineteen milligrams of that. The smell on this sucker, like smell that. So I, I read yeah, that the farcine is, is I do that like the, uh, <laughs> the green apple pills. Yes. Yeah. I had to get the sound effects in the mic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so that's super. Yeah. I mean, if you are in the Vegas area, look for that. You can also find that at Can of Stars for yes, sure. Yes, smells absolutely. sticky. Yes. For sure. For sure. What about you, Jarrell? What you been smoking uh, I on? I tried one of the new strains from Edison, Next Level. Um, super, super frosty, man. It's real nice. Not too heavy. That was you in know? the back one, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Ha- hashtag yeah, peanut butter and jealous. <laughs> they dropped a it. lot of new strands, so yeah, check them out for sure. Medicine is, is the shit. Fire. Yeah. Fire, bud. Check out medicine. I, I think we've dropped medicine so many times because their strains are just phenomenal. Concentrate. Roxanne, brother. Roxanne is another one. She get go out there now. I think there's a new drop. If I'm not mistaken, if you're listening to this podcast, go find that Roxanne. Roxanne. No BS. That'll light your shit up. <laughs> Absolutely. So, dude, if anybody wants to find you and they want to see where you're going to be next or if they want to learn anything about what you're doing, how can they contact you? Uh, Instagram is going to be my main source that uh, I post on like almost every day. Um, at Michael Robertson Comedy on Instagram. But you guys could catch me hosting at the Oyo Casino. For, it used to be the Hooters across from the MGM. Um, I'm there Friday, Saturday, Sunday at the 7 p.m. show hosting. So hit me up on Instagram if you guys want to find that. If you type in Michael Robertson on Facebook, you'll find a little bit of content there. And I'm not really on TikTok, but if you type in Michael Robertson 26, you'll see a little content on TikTok. Hell yeah. So check that out for sure. We're always on all social media platforms at High Bud Tenders. You can also find us at www.highbudtenders.com. If you want to listen to the podcast, forward slash podcast. If you want to buy some merch, forward slash shop. We thank you folks for listening, man. We appreciate you from the bottom of our hearts. Absolutely. And yeah. as always, stay high, Bud Tenders. Let's go. Make it, make it, I'm sorry. I said I love my city, but I don't think you hear me though. I said I love my city.